It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now, here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast from realbluespruce.com. I am DJ Scruggs, along with my partner, Adam Adams. Hey, everyone. Hey, Adam. Uh, so today is going to be a little bit different. Um, we do a lot of really great interviews with a lot of really uh, smart and experienced people. But... Um, some of us are kind of smart and experienced, too. And so today, we're going to have you talk about, uh, well, what are you going to talk about, Adam? Well, I just thought it might be important to, or at least helpful for people, to kind of go through the process with us and how, how we look at, um, at helping a homeowner and okay. why we use creative real estate. Okay. Yeah. So the idea is um, when you're buying a property, it's really easy to just get focused on the, the dollar amount you're going to make. Yeah. Um, but from the seller's perspective, that, that may not be the most important thing. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. They don't, they don't care how much you're going to make. Right. But, um, well, hey, you know what? Before we start, I did want to mention, because we have done a lot of interviews, we made a mistake with uh, Matt Terrio's interview. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to play like the first or second interview, uh, but we had to re-record it. So anyway, just wanted to let everybody know, um, uh, we will be putting that up now that it's uh, re-edited. Coming soon. Yeah. And then uh, other than that, when I was talking about Chris Tanner and Brandon Turner, mm-hmm. I felt really bad that I, I uh, put them together and, and said Brandon Tanner. Brandon Tanner. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we're excited to have Brandon Turner. Brandon uh, Turner of Bigger Pockets. Yeah, coming and on. And Chris Tanner, who does uh, uh, self-directed IRAs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, other than that, I guess we could get right into it. I, I, I don't want to take too much time on that, but mm-hmm. it's been fun, you know, getting into a podcast for the first time and learning all those, all the, you know, things that you have to <laughs> work on. But mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces. It, it, it sounds easy when you're hearing it, but there's actually a lot that has to happen behind the scenes in order to get it edited and posted online and, and you know, linked so people can know where to find it and all yeah. that good stuff. Uh, so if you're going to get started in using uh, creative strategies, I think, it, I think it's best that you don't tie yourself to one strategy because mm-hmm. uh, that's not really helping the homeowner. I think mm-hmm. it's best that you kind of understand a few of the strategies, which is why we're having all these different people come and, and discuss with us. Sure. Um, but before I wanted to get started is just to basically let everybody know creative strategies are good for homeowners. Homeowners need to know this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, real estate brokers, uh, definitely very helpful. Right. But if you're doing wholesales, if you're doing buy and holds, or if you're doing fix and flips, it's all the same. You can utilize these strategies to help homeowners and uh, make a good result. Right. Other than that, I mean, it's just basically getting your mind right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just making sure that your intent, like you were saying before, it's not a, all about the pocketbook, right? Sometimes we help somebody do a loan modification and we don't even make any money, but we are helping the homeowner, mm-hmm. which obviously helps your business in the future. But um, get your mind right. Focus on uh, solving the problem for the seller. Other than that, um, let's see, what, did, uh, what else did I want to go through? I'm actually, I have got a little presentation in front of me that we've given to a, a few other uh, meetup groups locally. But um, So this is good to help people out of foreclosure. It's good to help uh, people um, through all sorts of uh, situations as long as they need to sell. And if there's a price that they can do, you can, do, you can fix that. It's just you play with the terms a little bit is all. Okay. All right, so uh, there is a lot of strategies that we can do to help somebody out of these situations. And it, first is a loan modification. So I would say if you're going to uh, get into a uh, seller's home and you're going to be, be discussing uh, how you can help them, a loan modification is a great way to do that. Obviously, mm-hmm. we don't make any money on that, but what that does for them is uh, they can either talk to the bank and it lowers their monthly payment or it will uh, lower the balance. 
they might be able to um, forgive some of the debt, and it makes it so that they can stay in the house. Okay. If they can't stay in the house um, and just live there with a loan modification, the next strategy that I would do is, is to help them figure out how to rent it out to somebody. Okay. So um, just teach the homeowner how to be a landlord. And if that doesn't work for them, mm-hmm. then you kind of move into uh, a lease option. So okay. they might say, well, I don't want to be a landlord. Uh, you know, I don't want to have to do all this work, effort, manage this. So I, I like going right into the lease option and say, hey, what if, what if I uh, was able to, um, to rent it from you? Mm-hmm. I could give you a certain amount of, of money every single month, mm-hmm. and it'll cover your mortgage payment. It'll make it so that you can you know, uh, take care of everything, and I'll do it for five years, and I'll just keep paying it. But with that, I just want the option to be able to buy it at such and such a price. Right. And um, you know, if, that, if they don't want like that, and they need to sell it faster mm-hmm. and for a higher price, we usually refer them to a real estate agent mm-hmm. um, and just let them get that higher price. But it, again, now we're working into if that doesn't work for them, if they need to sell faster than that, mm-hmm. they probably will need to sell at a discount. Right. Um, so if, if, it's, if it's not going to be a rental, if it's not going to be forbearance, uh, if, if we can't negotiate a lease option that works for them or listing with the agent, uh, I go right into just a quick cash sale, which okay. is where, where I think most investors take it right at the get-go. Right. Um, but if you just say, you know, your $100,000 house, I'll buy it for $50,000, you are you are going to offend somebody. Right. And you're, they don't know that you're trying to help them. But if right. you go through everything else first, right. I think it really helps. Um, so you present them with a list of options. Yeah. And, you know, which one works for you. Exactly. As opposed to, let's try this thing, yes, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try this thing, yes, no. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, let's list it with an agent. Let's get you top dollar. Mm-hmm. Hey, that that's not going to work with me, for me. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't take the time. I don't want to rehab it first. Right. All right. Here's a, here's a solution. I can give you, you know, X amount of money. It will be closed fast. It's not as much as you can get if you're putting it on the, on, you know, listing with an agent, but mm-hmm. I can do this if it would work for you. And just get an answer. If it's yes, great, you're done. Mm-hmm. And if it's a no, then you, then we have a whole bunch of other things that we can, uh, that we can look at, like assuming the mortgage or assuming the mortgage. So like what happens in that case? So if you assume the mortgage, you're going to own the house, mm-hmm. and you own the mortgage, the mortgage uh, will go into your name. Uh, a lot of those, they're not really happening. So um, similar to that is just a subject to. Okay. So you'll own the house, but the, uh, actually the debt will stay in the name of the seller. Right. But um, I, I like to just say, hey, let's see if this mortgage is assumable. Mm-hmm. I'll get it off your hands. And we just start there. At mm-hmm. least let them know that we're going to look for it. Uh, chances are it's not going to happen at least not on a single family. Mm-hmm. But um, once you, you know, go through that process, you can say, hey, it looks like um, there is an idea that we can do. Um, your bank's not going to let me assume it, but we can do what's called subject to, mm-hmm. and I'll buy the house, and it's just subject to the loan staying in place. And then you mention to them right away, and this is a great benefit to you, because mm-hmm. I, I know that you don't want you know, your credit to go down. I mean, you're going to want to buy a house eventually. Right. Um, so this is, this is a giant benefit, whereas I can actually just keep paying your mortgage payment for you, mm-hmm. and your credit raises and raises, and when you're ready, in a, then you're um, in a really good position. At least your credit is to buy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we go, um, now if that doesn't work, we talk about seller carry options. Seller um, carry, meaning? Uh, so that means that the owner that's currently in there uh, will carry the note. They will be the mortgage holder for you, okay. rather than taking it over subject to or whatever. Um, there's, I like to go through the process with as far as going through the seller carry, I'd rather start with um, let's do principal only. But you don't you don't say principal only. Right. Uh, this is on Matt Terrio's episode too. Right. Right. So you don't say principal only. You just let them know. All right, your house is worth two hundred grand. 
um, and I can do that in equal payments of you know su- such and such a month until it's all paid. Thousand dollars a month for two hundred months. Exactly, and or um, if that doesn't work, then and they say no, where's the interest? That, then you just um, say okay, we can do um, an interest of this amount, and I'll just give you interest only payments, and until. I can pay it off, which right. is kind of similar to what a subject two would be. Right. You know, you're just giving them a certain amount of money, right. and then and then you have there's like a balloon payment. Right. Um, and if that doesn't work, and they're just wanting to do amortized, then we can definitely do that too. But mm-hmm. it's just the last option that I would go through as far as the seller carry. And the last one is to go ahead and partner with them. So let's just say that the house ha- needed a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically, just let them know, hey, let's keep this in your name. I'll I'll just come join you on the onto the house. Mm-hmm. I have uh, the fifty thousand or sixty thousand that the house is going to need uh, in order to be able to sell for top dollar, and that'll that'll help you. You don't have to come out with it, and we'll split the profits. And you know this is another. You're saying partner, but it's right. like seller carry again. You know, right? It, you're you're approaching it from different uh, angles, and just letting them know you're trying to work on helping them. And at the end, you know, most of the people that we work with, uh, they're extremely thankful. They you know give us ovations and, right. <laughs> um, and they they know that we're there for the right reason so um, I just want to can we go over it just through it one more time sure okay so uh, first off your mind has to be in the right place mm-hmm. or it's, it's not going to work okay. secondly this works for buy and holds so if you're a buy and hold investor you can you can you know this, the, employ these strategies right same thing if you're trying to wholesale just use these strategies they will work they will help uh, to make a win-win and then make sure you're just going in order the way we're talking. So make some notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, help them do a loan modification or forbearance, which is very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't really cover it. And then, uh, hey, why don't you rent it out? Oh, because I don't want this. Okay. Right. Well, then let's do a lease option. I'll pay it for a certain amount of time, and and I'll buy it. You know, at whatever value. No, that doesn't work. Okay, list it with an agent, and then you go through. Uh, you need to do it fast. Here's quick cash. That doesn't work. Maybe I can assume the mortgage, or take it over subject to. Uh, and then we go into seller carry, principal only, mm-hmm. and then interest only, and then amortized. And if that all doesn't work, hey, I'll just partner with you. I'll come in with all the money, and, and we'll take care of this. So Terrific. So you got a list of, what, about seven or eight options right there. Yeah. And uh, you just uh, lay them out for the seller. And uh, it's always good if, you're, if there are a lot to choose versus just one at a time, right? If it all comes down to price, then it just turns into a yes or no kind of thing. But if it's we got three or four different prices here. Which option do you prefer? That changes yeah. the way they think, and, and in a way that sort of creates the mindset for them as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Terrific. Definitely. Well, excellent. Well, um, listeners, there's a, a bevy of strategies there available to you, and um, we appreciate your listening, and we'll, we'll catch you in the next episode. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box.